All right, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Whiskey Slews podcast. It's the four of us. We're drinking. We're tired. It's hot as fuck outside. Been sitting in skid steers and excavators all day, and I'm exhausted. Bob, what are you drinking? Water. That's bad. Sam? Water. <laughs> I'm drinking water. Tito's. And oh, water. Because you didn't sit outside all fucking day. Holy fuck hour or two I was outside it was absolutely <laughs> miserable yes yeah, so this today. was the first day it felt like actual summer it's like, just hot like scary hot and fucking I'm over it already it's not it's it's summer it's just it's not even summer it's still spring and I'm already ready for it to be fucking fall again it's so goddamn hot but today we got all of our uh, equipment out on the property and we uh, got started we're digging a geothermal warm water slough and it's going to be something that we're going to use during duck season. Obviously, we're going to put a blind on it. There's my cedars out there in case the slough doesn't stay warm water. It should, but you never know. <clears throat> and we're creating a new habitat. It's a new area for the ducks to come. And it's <coughs> way more work than it looks like it is on the outside. Pay somebody. Don't do it yourself. I don't know. I think it's kind of fun. For the time being, anyways. Well... Yeah, well, you get into about third day. I, I don't know. I got into about the third hour today and was like, fuck that. I'm good. I don't know. When you guys shifted machines, though, and you went to the excavator, it looked like you were having a hell of a time. Dude. I didn't think you were ever going to leave that seat. No, I, it was it was fun at first, but the one time, well, not the one time, but the butthole puckering that I got every time that thing about tipped over. So we got a we got a bucket <clears throat> on our excavator that was a little bit bigger, probably than code, I should say. I don't know. It's just fucking huge. It's definitely not a regular excavator bucket. It's a thirty six by like twenty instead of like a twenty four by twenty, and it uh it holds more weight and the excavator is not rated for that. And um, me and Sam about tipped the bitch over. Combined 15 times today? Probably, yeah. <coughs> but, well. <laughs> it was a sight to see watching that thing go topsy-turvy back and forth. It was like, well, here we go again. The one thing that I don't do well with with heavy equipment is if you if you touch the hydraulics a little too hard when you're trying to move them, whether, whether you just, you know, you shift over and then you shift forward a little fast or something, whole thing starts fucking rattling like you just broke something. And I do that all the time in that damn excavator. And there was the one time that I really almost tipped the bitch as I did that. I shifted over, and then I went to dump the bucket, and I pushed in to dump the bucket. And I fucking I pushed in before I stopped shifting, and the whole thing started shaking. I <clears throat> I thought I was dead right then and there. I, lo- I yeah, looked there, at there's a, There's a fine line you got to walk when you use heavy equipment. Yeah, keep a good pace. Don't go too fast, or you'll fuck around and find out. <sighs> yeah. But, but shit, for like how little you guys were out there today, like the equipment didn't get out there till like noon pretty much. You guys, yeah, we didn't we didn't start. We till st- yeah, we started. Yeah, you guys decided to start right at like the hottest time of the day and go through the, the hottest part of Wait, the day. It's not my fault the guy dropped it off at the well, like hottest part of the day. How big of a hole do you guys already have? Not very big. Maybe what do you think? When, hmm, maybe maybe fifteen yards by ten yards. Maybe, but yeah, like so two three feet down. Three feet down. I mean, it's, a, it's more than three. It's probably about four feet down where I was digging, because it 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 is not three feet to the water, or two feet to the water table. Standing on that cliff, looking down where the water was, it is not two feet. It's most definitely, especially with everybody turning on the <clears throat> Most definitely three feet, and then we probably have a foot or two of water. I wouldn't maybe. Maybe two and like two and a half, two and three quarters. And then we probably have about eighteen inches of eighteen inches of water where I was digging. So, you know, whatever, three feet, four. I mean, five feet, four and a half feet, something like that. <clears throat> but I will say, for having the bigger excavator or like the bigger bucket on the excavator, fuck. When you do get a full bucket, you are moving some serious dirt. I was driving by wherever the fuck that sand pit is, right there. Uh, at the what's it called? Yep, the one the at the hike bike trail. They had an X out there, and I was like looking at the bucket, and I was like, "Huh, that ain't much that much bigger than our bucket." Except that excavator's body itself is about eighteen <laughs> Not times. Not a little mini X; it's a full size. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. 
But the bucket wasn't that much bigger. I mean, it was bigger, but it wasn't no, like... No, that bucket on the one we're running is freaking huge. It's... It's big. I didn't realize how big it was until I climbed down in the hole. Like, for a mini X, it's huge. <laughs> yeah, when I climbed into the hole, I was like, oh, this thing's pretty wide. <laughs> yeah. Well, they custom made it, or custom bought it for a guy that rents from them all the time. I bet that motherfucker's so tipped bet, that excavator I, I bet that once. bitch is very experienced. And then you got me and Hunter. <laughs> yeah. All right, I watched a YouTube video yeah, we before We watched this. a YouTube video this morning before. I, be we'd both right. driven the skid steers, but we watched YouTube videos on how to drive this excavator this morning. And then just he dropped it off. He's like, y'all want to drive it off the trailer? But nope. No, we don't. No, he didn't even ask him that. Oh, he asked on the skid steer. The skid he looked, steer, I was he like, looked at me. He's like, why don't you hop in drive it off the trailer? And I was like, Hunter, Hunter looked at me and goes, I was like, get up there. All right, sounds good. <laughs> That's a, Sam, you're more experienced to it. Yeah, it was uh, a fucking trailer thing. It's you. Well, fucking, I didn't know it was a tilt trailer. And so I was like, it's obviously before it tilted, the bitch was you know 18 inches off the ground. I was like, no fucking way. It's just going to ramp that bitch off the fucking trailer, right? <laughs> Like, no way, really? And he's like, and he didn't fucking do anything. He's just like, he just undoes the change. He's like, yep, driver on hey, off. Hey, and this hey. was before I knew it was a tilt trailer. I'm just like, what the fuck? Did I not look like a natural, though, getting that thing off of there? I mean, come on now. You did ease it off nice and slowly. That's right. <laughs> I would have paid to watch this go down and watch the look on Hunter's well, face. Well, we pulled into the fucking, to, to the property, right? And we parked right at the entrance because the motherfucker was supposed to pull up along Kilgore Road. And he was like, I'll be there in 15. And we left at 10.04, 10.05. We got there at like 10.20, 15. And he was like, not there. And we waited in 10.30, 10.40. And we're like, what the fuck? He calls me, goes, hey, I'm here. Where are you at? And I'm like, waiting at the entrance. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'm on the property. I'm where, you, I'm where you wanted me to drop it off. I'm like, no way you fucking drove all the way down there, right? <clears throat> no, he was just in Justin Hartman's like little area. Even after all the just, rain? Parked there, yeah. Just well, it wasn't muddy. It was just parked like right on the right on our easement road. Oh, it was yeah. just parked on the easement road, like right by the little equipment area, just waiting to drop it off. And we were like, "Huh? Hmm. All right." Uh, I told Hartman that we'd have equipment showing up. Well, so we, we, well we've been sitting there. there. Well, I, I, we yeah. saw him. He did. That wasn't. That wasn't. We. He didn't care. He, yeah. just, he just waved us up. But like. No, the, the, the thing was, is we sat there in the fucking pole and waiting for 20 minutes when he was 30 yards in front of us around the corner and we couldn't see him. I mean, oh, we got to watch a turkey too. Stupidest fucking turkey I've ever seen. Walked out in front of the truck, about five yards away, looked at the truck, was like, hmm. Some, some, something ain't right. <laughs> so she turned around, she walks back in, she stops, she kind of looks back. What minute later, minute and a half later, here she comes again. Walks right back out. She's like, looking around. She keeps something right. And she turns around. She walks <laughs> off, and she gets to the middle of the trees and is looking at us. And something finally scared her. Fucking like a rocket running through the trees. <laughs> Freaking turkeys. One more day of turkey season. Too bad mm. it wasn't a bearded hen. You could have got your second bearded hen. Of the I told season. Hunter I would have loved to take a freaking axe and scoop that turkey up. <laughs> Give it a little ride. <sighs> After the way they treated me. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of we turkeys. We are turkey fans. All the time. Some days we are, but they're frustrating uh, birds. Frustrating. I harvested a turkey this year. and um, In true hunter fashion. Not a, tip, not a typical turkey. It is a bearded hen. <coughs> normally, we wouldn't, we, we wouldn't normally shoot one. But, you know been mad at him since 99 <laughs> you've been you ever been duck hunting hunted three or four days in a row seen a couple ducks not really killed anything and on your fourth day a spoonie comes in he lands in the decoys and he's just sitting there looking at you like an idiot and you're like yep fuck that duck about exactly how that turkey hunt went sit there mocking us long enough we finally decided yep you're dead Longest beard hen, longest bearded hen I think I've ever seen. I mean, it was, what was it, like eight inches? It was like seven and seven, a quarter. Seven and a quarter. Seven and a quarter inch bearded hen. <coughs> it was a nice turkey. As far as bearded hens go, I haven't, I haven't seen one that big. I normally, like I said, normally we don't, we don't shoot hens, bearded hens, because you just, 
Yeah, I mean, you just don't, but <sighs> you've been mad at the world for long enough. Sometimes you're going to do something. And, uh, well, I did that. <coughs> we haven't even made the turkey nuggets with it yet. No, not yet. Well, I'm looking forward what to those. It, I didn't even I'm know thinking that's, that's a, Sam's, that's a uh, after dirt work yeah, type Sam, of ordeal. Why don't you talk, tell them about the recipe? I mean, it's pretty simple. You just you flour them. Thought you were talking about the like the honey marinade you were talking about. Yeah, you, well, it's brown sugar. Or brown sugar. Yeah, you just cut them up into cubes. Make sure they're all same proportion. Obviously, you want to smoke them. Smoke mm-hmm. them on a, like a low temperature, <coughs> and then I you just cover them in brown sugar, and then get like some type of like. I like to do a little bit of, like sweet and then like spicy because you know I like I gotta have some everything's gotta be spicy. So you cook them on the grill, low and slow. Low <laughs> and slow, man. So that's where I fucked up with my turkey nuggets <laughs> last year, dude. I, if you if you I cook, flash fried them and they were like you can't chewy do that with shit. turkey. Cannot do that. I with thought turkey, it was like dude. a chicken. I was like, oh, these are gonna be not great. only not only that, but marinate your turkey. Yeah, you can even go to Walmart and buy like Jack Daniels. They make like the marinade packets for like steaks yeah that's the best so buy the, that the let, best the best soaking that like i've never done it with barbecue. a wild turkey but the, the way i always do it is fry a whole turkey and inject it with like butter and like garlic butter seasonings type stuff you can buy at like walmart or wherever that's, that that that's and just best. like dude you just gotta prep your turkey before you eat it like you gotta cut show off it some love cut yeah off. cut off all that nasty yellow fat Cut off all the gross, like, attached skin to it. Just prep it. Prep it like you're prepping a snow goose, like you're about to cook a snow goose. And it will taste just fine. Taste delicious. If you cook it slow, don't flash fry it. If I, was, if I was prepping anything like I'm prepping a snow goose, I'm prepping my jerky grinder to grind that fucking shit up and make jerky out of it. That's oh, the only thing I'll do with a snow goose. Man. Either that or making Bob goose sausage. Oh, I do love me some goose sausage. We gotta we go te- through a lot of that. We gotta here. tell people about I Bob's do. math on this <coughs> goose sausage. So, oh, this is really fun. Bob, well, back in about January, right before we had clients in for goose only in our break between duck season and goose season. Well, duck duck ending and then our goose clients. It was like our break. We break. made a yeah, we made a batch of goose sausage. And some jerky, and we made some goose hamburger and some goose brats. We just processed all, well, it. wasn't even necessarily goose, goose only. It was like you know, it was a little bit of everything. Anything left? Yeah, just some duck. A little, mostly snow goose. Mostly snow goose. A little bit of duck. A little bit of Canada goose. But <clears throat> um, we made this goose sausage, and we you know bought all the Cabela's stuff and ground. Shit, I bet we ground what fifty pounds of meat. Something like that, like I said, almost all snow goose, and um, grounded all of that up, made sausage, seasoned it. We did a lot of stuff with it. The goose brats turned out great. Hamburgers, all right. It's nothing special. It's fucking snow goose. Um, But the big one here was the goose sausage. It was summer sausage. We made 30 pounds of summer sausage, 10 three-pound rolls of summer sausage, and... Justin has took he, a liking to it. He ate it. like every roll except for like He one. ate seven rolls of goose sausage within a 30-day time period. So if you they look... They were damn good. That's all I got to say. If you look at the simple math on that day, if you take out... If you think about the way or the amount of days Bob was eating, he ate seven pounds of goose sausage in 30 days. So, you know... Do the math on that. Bob is... Uh, I like my goose sausage. <coughs> no, not the seven pounds. He ate seven rolls. He ate 21 pounds of goose sausage. Not seven pounds. He ate 21 pounds of goose sausage in 30 days. Yeah, like 0.7 pounds Bob was. <laughs> Bob ate 0.7 pounds of goose sausage per day. And... I think the best part about all that was like we were, you guys were all like, oh man, if we make all this goose sausage, clients will eat it at the lodge. Not many clients cared to try it, let alone like eat it. And the ones that did though, they absolutely loved it. It, we, we took the math a step further too. We talked about how Bob would drink an average of five beers a day. So 
in in a one month period, Bob Bob consumed bare minimum twenty one pounds of goose sausage, and well, what's five times thirty? One hundred and fifty bush lights. Absolute mess. And then step back even further. Bob would kill about 125 pizza rolls on an average of about three days. So, you know, 35, 38, 40, no, 40. Yeah, about 40, 40, you know, 41, 1.75, something, something fucked Talk up like that. But machine. 40 pizza rolls a day. <laughs> so on, on any given day in January, Bob would have at bare minimum five bush lights, 40 pizza rolls, and 0.7 pounds of goose sausage. <laughs> That's one, that's one thing I feel like is not talked about enough in the guide life is you, you, you tend to start going towards what's most convenient. <laughs> you start eating out more. Casey's it's not even like, it's not even like little Caesars, little Caesars. It's like with the fucking, <laughs> you start learning what gas station foods great, mm-hmm. which ones will tear your butthole apart where you can find the best goose sausage and which ones will, you know, you might make it through the hunt, but you're probably going to shit yourself afterwards. You, you learn all these things. You learn them. Goose sausage. I think my favorite <laughs> goose sausage story, though, was that one client group we had for goose only that, like, showed up to the blind that day. It was the Bobby Boucher Blizzard Bowl. It was they that brought hunt. that roll of goose and sausage. The dude showed up with <clears throat> a whole roll of goose sausage and a knife from the kitchen and two things of crackers. <laughs> and I was sitting on the opposite end of him to start the day, right? And we were like, ah, oh, like we were struggling. The geese were, it was just one of those days. The geese were struggling to center up, even though we were where they needed to be. And so we were like, okay, I'll sit on this side. I moved all the way down to like the second from end or whatever, right next to this guy. And Bob stayed on the other end. And this guy's cutting this meat up in his blind, like <laughs> under this layout blind in the snow cover, just like chomping away. I'm like, what the hell is he eating? He goes, you want some? <laughs> that was the only time I ate goose sausage. And it was like, <laughs> I was so hungry. I was just like, this shit's fucking amazing. <laughs> it wasn't and then bad the same by any night, means. The same night after the hunt ended, I came back to the lodge. And there was a roll of goose sausage out, and I tried it. And I was like, this shit's fucking terrible. I don't know what the fuck I ate this morning. <laughs> it, it Honestly, it varied by roll. Cause like, and how long it had been in the fridge. <laughs> you let that stuff sit out too long, and then it gets... I had, I had a bite of a roll, and I was like, yeah, this really isn't bad. And then like halfway down that roll, after Bob had taken half the roll down, I had another bite, and I'm like, oh, this is awful. Cause you'd get a get a bunch of snow goose mixed in, and he'd be really bad. Or you get a lot of beef fat, a lot of the beef fat and pork fat, and a little bit of duck, and you're like, "Ooh, this is pretty good." Or you get one that's just lean snow goose, and you're like, "This is awful." The only thing it was really missing was some like additive as far as like jalapeno. seasoning, jalapeno, something. Did, what, did, was, was there cheese in them? There was, was there cheese. cheese but it was. The seasoning packet we got was not Yeah, the packet bad. of seasoning they, was supposed to be better. It, it sucked to be ass. A lot I think you just needed like, more quantity. It needed a lot more seasoning. Yeah. Like almost double the seasoning. Yeah. Like peppers. It needed peppers in it bad. It just needed it needed it needed Jesus. It wasn't like you know, like I said, it wasn't the worst, but I just, and then sometimes too. So the math, obviously there was the math on Bob's goose sausage, but the math didn't consider outliers. Like there was one day, I think it was even one night, I literally watched you eat an entire roll. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there might have been a couple of those nights. Three pounds in a day. Bob gets Bob. Bob's got a day off the next day. Snow goose season. Drinking. Bob, with the I even think that one night when we got drunk and I did all of that math, I think that we came to the point of where. There was at one, I think we considered at one point like, like five, like five percent of your body weight was goose sausage, pizza rolls, and bush light on any given day. Five percent of your body weight could have made up of pizza, bush light, and goose sausage. He wears it well though. Yeah. It hasn't affected him. It hasn't slowed him down. Has not. Uh, It's probably, it's actually, it's probably made him more in tune with nature. (laughs) Have you seen the way that man walked up and down the hills during turkey season? 
Even if, I mean, he looked like a Navy SEAL. He was strutting, strutting like a goddamn Tom. Remember yeah. when we were on that hunt and we were chasing, we were trying to get in front of these birds and, and Bob took off. Bob came running around the corner and said, guys, guys, come with me. And we were running and Bob was running and I was like, Bob was like beating us while we were running. And I was fucking huffing and puffing and Bob is over there just go, 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 go. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> that is honestly... Yeah, the peak athleticism I've seen from Bob was during turkey season. Honestly, hey man, dude. You got to watch them turkeys. When they you, want to move, you got to get on if you, were, if you were just, like, absolutely jacked, I would be – Bob would be an absolute fucking – I mean, just pure athlete. Think about it. Think about how the way the man is, like, just the way he is right now. Dude, if you were jacked, yeah. <laughs> And, and staying, I don't think I'd get carried away that far. On Bob, the, uh, what was that crap that kept you awake during all turkey oh season? Oh God, oh, fucking scoop pre-workout to get you to the tent. Scoop pre-workout to get you back. You, you just gotta go, go, go. Scoop pre-workout during the hunt to keep you awake. Remember that time we turkey calculated hunts. the pre-workout? We calculated Bob had enough pre-workout one day to literally stop his heart. Do you remember right that? Any less than that? Like some days, some days you wake up, you're a little tired. You're like, ah, right, it's gonna be a two, three scoop morning. You're like, it's just that's what we're doing to get there. <laughs> and what is there? Let, let, let's let's answer that here, Sam. I'm pretty sure there is 200 milligrams of caffeine per scoop. Uh, no, his isn't as potent. His is like 150. Oh, his is a 150. Yeah, it was, it was some weak Josh shit. got him started on that shit. 150 milligrams of caffeine, and some mornings Bob thought, why not do four scoops? You fill up your shaker bottle, you throw it in your little 600 mil. So, the hunt, you just, every time you need like, a little pick me up, I think you got it was it. like 2,000 milligrams, is what we considered to be like, or what, what they said could stop your heart. And the one day Bob had like 2,200. Mm, I don't know if we got that. Carried it was away, spaced but. out, you know. It was yeah. spaced out throughout the day, but. There was a lot of water. Caffeine is also very, very <laughs> crucial in surviving as a guide. Well, oh, it, we go through a lot. So I have I a mean, question. Are you going to be, like, hooked on that shit during goose and duck? Oh, season? yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I hunt with Bob every day, and that's going to well, be like, Because Bob, Bob don't fucking sleep at night. He just goes home, and he's just still doing stuff. He's working. He's just He can't shut his brain off. And so what does he do the next day? He's like, oh, more pre-workout. And then he goes home, and his, his Bob's, like, mental pre-workout starts about 8 o'clock at night. Is when Bob's mental well, pre-workout Well, I actually on. almost enjoy Bob on pre-workout more in the mornings because normally, like, if we're driving an hour <laughs> away or, like, however far, oh, we could be driving five minutes from the damn lodge, and I'd be like, Bob, we're going to meet at this time, and we're going to go. We're going ten minutes from town, and Bob would literally be asleep the whole nine <laughs> minutes of the ten-minute drive in the car every yeah. single morning. It was basically me by myself every day. I don't know what it is about car rides, but they put me straight to freaking sleep. Well, Bob, I just don't know. Car rides are like my, my hey. Did you see my place. happen to see my text about that spare tire on my on our way in from town today or to town? Yeah. You happen to read that? It's fucking hilarious. What? That, that thing is loose. Did you see it? Yeah, I did. You saw my text? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I said, what? Did I, what did I say? I gotta look. What spare it. tire? Your spare. That you have underneath the, your. Van. Oh, is it swaying? Oh, it's, it's. Hey, you gotta watch on them GMCs. You gotta said, let them sway because otherwise. Here's what they I get said. Stuck. I said. I said the best kind of ass is the kind that jiggles as much as Bob's spare tire. Every bumpy hit, the thing just fucking waterboarded. Ah, yeah, that thing will be there till the end of time. It'll be all right. I, I was really wondering what was making that noise back there, though. I just didn't want to look. And then, then while that was happening, while I was watching that, Bob was driving about 26 miles an hour on the gravel road. Hey, there's some nice curves there. You got, you can watch for the <coughs> gravel. I think trucks. the funniest thing ever was the day we first noticed his tire was that loose. I literally had my foot up against his tailgate or whatever, and let go in my, let go of my foot, and his tire was just jiggling back and forth. Is it really that loose? Yes, oh, yeah. Bob. I knew it was loose. It's like it loose. So loose. bad that like if you just like. Kick it. If like you hit, truck if you hit another bull hole, it would probably fall off. <laughs> uh, There's uh, no it probably. It would. It probably it's would. It's terrible. That same bull hole was covered up in grass when I was driving through the pasture this weekend. Did you sit there and look at it? No, I went geez. right down the edge of it, and I looked back, and I went, oh, about did it again. You look at you, you dirty son of a bitch. I, I did. thought I you were going to do me twice. Maybe if I hit it with my right side of the truck, I'll center my <laughs> yeah, truck. <so laughs> my truck when, won't lean at a 45-degree angle. When Bob hit way. this bull hole, ever since Bob did that, his truck, and if you ever see it, 
just look at it. Look at it from the back. It leans to the driver's side. It's at least a few degrees off. We, we, he, mechanics. Nobody's been able to figure figure out why. They're just that's just his truck now. Just got a nice yep. two to three degree <laughs> yep. angle line. Yeah, you walk up behind it and you're like, well, that one. And then mine. on top of that, it's <laughs> on top of the lean. It uh, it's battered to shit with hail dents. God, I would love for Bob to take his truck to one of those like truck meets where all like, <laughs> <laughs> like all the guys are with their tooted up trucks. Yeah, you'd be like Bob. <laughs> Bet you ain't Bob, never seen Bob nothing would like that. Be like, you, you pussies are squatting your truck the wrong way. Yeah, you got to do it on one corner. Bet you ain't ever seen hail dances as deep as these. The only, thing yeah. he, the only thing he's missing is one of them like purple fuzzy deals that goes around his steering wheel. <laughs> And a shit yeah. ton of stickers. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. Shit. Bob, you do need to Bob get just has troubles with tires in general. That man blows through more tires on the Prius than anybody I know. What do you do even? Bob, that? pass me one of them napkins. Oh, dude, it's when I take it to these farmhouses and you start going into these farmyards. You never know which uh-huh. guy was doing, like, fencing work and spill a whole jar of fencing staples because I will take one in every single tire on that Prius. I think Bob just falls asleep while he's driving home and runs off the road and finds nails on the side I think my favorite story nah. with the Prius, like, this might be an all-time favorite, like, is literally how this driveway was so muddy when you guys went to go talk to a farmer that you parked like half a mile away. <laughs> I was with him. Half, yeah, that you guys parked half a mile away no, on the main road mile, and walked was, all the way, way up this guy's muddy-ass driveway because you were scared your first impression oh, was going to be getting the Prius stuff. No, no. no, you wouldn't have made it. I wasn't there, and I think that's like oh, the funniest God, that story. Oh, that like straight up and down, too. That or <sighs> client showing up in snow goose season just absolutely... I don't know. Fun of the Prius. I had that time. Me and Sam had that time with Garrett and Caleb. And oh uh, yeah, scouting and uh, we biking. were scouting. And I I took that Prius down an MMR, and I was doing sixty five in that Prius down this MMR, and um, I hit this bump. And I'll bet I'll bet we caught caught a second a second and a half of airtime <laughs> in that bump. And when we I got past the bump. <laughs> Garrett looked. I looked back at Garrett, and Garrett's eyes were about popping out of his head. They were so wide, and Caleb was dying of laughing. And me and Sam just looked at each other, just like just another day at work. Yeah, I think yeah. that was the same day too that I got a call or text like, "Hey, I think there's a hole in the one of the Prius tires. It's pretty fucked." <laughs> Yep. We need to get new tires on it. We yeah. Had a lot no, of I t- that thing. remember the time that Bob and Sam had to change the tire. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, on the Prius, fucking on the side of the highway, outside of Holdridge. Oh, snow goose season. Yeah. Yeah. We just just picture this. Me and Bob are both wearing <laughs> jeans, boots, like country boy attire, had camo, like just you know, just look like a bunch of good old boys, right? No, when I tell you, we looked like the dumbest motherfuckers <laughs> Dude, those getting underneath this down the Prius to put a new tire on it. Oh my god! They literally had to be looking like expecting like a thong to be like sticking up from instant like our plumber's ass because fuck, dude, we didn't, we didn't, it didn't look good. Bob, only you had the plumber's today. crack. I had a lumber, or a landowner today. A lumber. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of those days. You sure you're drinking he, water? Yeah. <laughs> he, he looked at me when I pulled in, and I said, it gets 55 miles a gallon. He goes, yeah, you sure do look like a pussy driving it. I was wondering why you had that. He goes, you said you're a hunting guy, and you look like a pussy showing up at that thing. And I said, 55 miles a gallon, man. 55 miles you know, a gallon. I'm, in my time in the Prius with the landowners and clients, I've never been been shit talked that it's much. It's more about or less it. the clients that are just like the client, ah. but I but never. It's even, not like shit. Yeah, talk. I never it's even got like, my balls busted it's about not it. Not shit talked. It's just like oh, my, you got a fucking my Prius. They just laugh and like give you shit. One of my favorite stories about the Prius was the time that I think it was Bob and Bob and Grant were guiding, and they came back to the Prius and it had a towel wrote on it that said no, thanks that for the fuck me. shack no, that no, was me that wasn't me me and that was just you no it was just me it was just you i was just, just no you came back and <laughs> had a note on it that said thanks for the fuck shack dirty mike and the boys 
Yeah, thanks for the fuck. I told my dad that story. <laughs> fucking me here drinking the other night. He about laughed his ass out of the chair. Dude, whoever did that, they've made that like whole like three days of my my existence. I was laughing. <laughs> the so clients thought it was just funnier funny than fuck. hell, man. I mean, you're that's one of the best stories in the entire season. The thanks for the fuck shop towel with like Sharpie scratched on it. Yes. I oh, never even great. saw the towel, and then I didn't even hear the story until like after that group of clients. That was gone. same night, Sam called me when he got back, and he's like, "Something about a towel or a note on the side of the Prius or on the windshield of the Prius under the windshield." He was like, "Yeah, d- did you know about this?" I was like, "No, I just heard about this." Dude, I drove all the way back before I even noticed it. Thanks for the fuck. Shit. I was so out of it. I Dirty was like, Mike, get me place. home. And then I got home and I was eating supper with the clients. Got done eating supper with the clients. Went out and I was walking in my truck. And I'm like, "Son of a bitch, this was not here before." <laughs> this oh, sure it was. Some ain't right. And then like uh, for like the next week after, or it was like that was at the very beginning of snow goose season too. Yeah, so it, like, was, it was like the, the second group, the yeah. very first or second group. It was one of them. And then like the rest of the season, it was like, is that actually, fucking dirty Mike right there going down the it, highway? Actually, no, it was the first group. Yeah. And the after entire, that, it was from just the a, pit. You'd see a car drive and you'd be like, is that fucking dirty Mike? Dirty Mike. <laughs> we still, we never, we never concluded if it was, if it was like a farmer, a farmer's kid. Oh, it's gotta be a farmer's kid. Or if it, or if it was some fucking guy, just some other hunter. I don't know. They made. Did they know us? Did they not know us? I think he was clever. I'd do it. Yeah, well, it we was were bound funny. to run into some very interesting. And then we had, and then after stupid. that, we had to educate Bob and have Bob yeah, watch, watch the, the other movie. guys. Yeah, I was so lost. I was like, "What's this about?" Bob was like, watching the movie. He's like, "Oh, I get it." <laughs> yeah, it took me a little bit. Yeah, that's about how that goes. No, it was freaking hilarious though. When Bob first realized that, it's the same thing with uh, with Bob not knowing what the fuck the Water Boy was. He'd never seen the movie The Water Boy, and he didn't have any idea what the hell and who the hell Bobby Boucher was. I mean, that's the whole entire sad. one client group was calling him Bobby Boucher because his nickname is Bob. Yeah, I had no clue what the fuck was going on. I was like, huh? All right, I'll roll with it. Like, whatever. But, like, then they showed it to me, and I'm like, oh, this makes sense now. The way everything had, like, shaken down the that week. The whole fucking week, Bob was getting called Bobby. Like, Bobby Boucher. The man is just just not cultured when it comes to movies. No. I, I, uh, I'm very uncultured. He's the least cultured person on the face of the earth when it comes to movies, which not saying it's a bad thing, but it, <laughs> no, it, it's very true. It Everybody makes, always makes references or jokes, and I'm just like, oh, that's the one happened. As, that's the one aspect you and I are absolute opposites on hunting together. Is I'll reference a movie or some line all day long, and oh, Bob you just, do it nonstop, and, and I have no clue what's and going Bob on. Bob just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, has no damn clue what the hell's going on. No. No, no freaking clue at all. Yeah, no, that that's that's always good shit, but that was that was funny as fuck though when you had no idea what any of that was. Yeah. It's definitely one of those things where, you know, so much shit happens in a season and it's like just enjoy. Enjoy the little things. Enjoy the the stupid things that Bob doesn't understand. Do the math on what Bob eats. A lot of our, a lot of our entertainment comes from Bob. If y'all don't know, the man works his ass off. But Jesus Christ, it's always something. Same with the clients; they absolutely love the fact that he's Bob. Oh, yeah. I think that, like, when people first, if they don't get introduced to him as Bob, they're like, they meet him as Justin, and then we start calling him Bob. They're like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" I'm like, oh, that's Justin Bob. Same thing, you know. <laughs> Same thing as the turkey client we had out, who. Probably one of the best guys we had out for all turkey season. Oh, he was great. And I sent him a text the night before at like 9 o'clock. He showed up really late. I cooked him supper. I sent him a text. I was like, yeah, I'll send you Bob's number. I was referring to Justin as Bob the whole night. I was like, I'll send you Bob's number tonight. And obviously in my contacts, he's in as Justin, not Bob. (laughs) And they're sitting next to each other in a freaking pop-up blind. 
and the guy was going to text him something, but he was scared because he didn't know <laughs> that Justin and Bob were the same person. And he was so confused. He was like, I don't know which one to ask if you are, but I have one number, and I, I think I'm with the other guy, and I'm really confused right now. And he's like, what, what, what's your number? And I was like, huh? I've been texting you this morning. <laughs> he's like, oh, you're Justin? I thought you were Bob. I'm like, oh, I'm both. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, uh, that that was that hunt though. I, I gotta tell a little story from that hunt. That was an adventure. So we're sitting in this pop up line, like right next to the roost, and these turkeys are in the roost for freaking forever, and they aren't wanting to come out and aren't wanting to come out. Like they're just sitting up in these trees, and we can see them. And the guy had not been feeling great the day before, and all of a sudden he's like, "Man, I can't do it no more." I'm like, "What?" He's like. I, I gotta go take a dump, man. I'm like, what? Like, bright as a motherfucker out. 30 <laughs> minutes after, like, sunrise, we're sitting there. This dude hops out of the pop-up blind to go take a poop. I watch these freaking turkeys looking down, like, head, like, completely leaning out of the branches watching this. And the man hops back in the blind. Not 10 minutes later, they hop down and come sprinting into the decoys. And I'm like, oh, my lord. It was, oh, it was something else. Just blows your mind how stupid they can be, but yet so smart. Yeah, pretty much. I'm ready for waterfowl season. Oh, yeah. God damn. The whole time I was watching you guys dig today, I was just like, man, ducks right here. You they know? Just all, oh, it's all I can dude, think about. It's going to be a teal-killing paradise. The whole time I, I, I was there. It. I mean, it was like, even just cleaning the, li- the river blind last weekend, it was like mm. nostalgic. It was like, I remember... I remember when we shot a bandits back out of this. I remember. I remember this pizza box. <laughs> I remember this pizza box. <laughs> Killed Dude, a couple mice. Like, had rem- some ticks on me. Would right. love to see Bob fight one of those mice hand-to-hand combat. Fuck mice. Fuck that. Dude, I hate them things. I'm telling you, it was like I was Mike Rowe on Dirty Jobs. It was. It was. It was an adventure. You find a couple uh, shells. I said, "Oh, I remember when this shell blew up Hunter's gun." Clean your blinds <laughs> as you go, folks. Clean your blinds as you go. Yeah, never again. I don't think. Unless you have happen. someone who you really don't like, and they'll clean it for you. Yeah. yeah. Fortunately, we like you, so we'll clean them on as I we think go. Next year, we're just gonna keep a we few. We should pick just put sticks. a trash can in there. A few pick sticks and one of those trash cans yeah. with a mm. couple big black trash bags. Because it's not like we keep the place pretty well clean. But there's decks and like it's underneath under the, the decks, decks is the problem. Is where everything gets thrown and like hid and lost in the abyss. And it, so like when you go in there, it's not like it looks like a pigsty, but there's just it. It's a mess underneath some days. Well, like middle of the chaos, you got geese going everywhere. You got food getting. There's there's over. enough room in front of you that shotgun shells can slip underneath yeah. there. So well, I mean, bone can slip under there. Shotgun chokes, well, everything I, can I slip under there. I had my phone on a few lost adventures. Yeah, just yeah. one time middle of the hunt, just fuck. <laughs> what the, what's up, Bob? Are we all right? I fucking dropped my phone. That happened to Mario when he was out. He dropped a shotgun choke tube. He was changing tubes and oh, he was like, drop the tube in the sand and I was just like, well, Mario, that looks like you're on stuck. You. Looks like you're I'll stuck with the flashlight, but that's on you. <laughs> looks like you're stuck with the choke tube you put in. And hope, it is not hope, a fun experience. Hope it works for you. Well, I don't think he even had the one he wanted in. Like it was like he just took it out and like fumbled and dropped it. And the like, amount, <gasps> just the sheer amount of shotgun shells I picked up by myself that day was stupid. Without a pick stick. They're Without a pick stick. <laughs> The one day we hunted out there and we shot the, well, the last two days of duck season, after we, me and Sam got done with our limit on the first on the first of the last two days, I mean Sam just kind of walked around picking shells out of the out of like the cover of the blind, and me and Sam picked up like 150 shells outside of the blind, not even yeah, counting the we, ones. We've got like cedar trees and stuff piled against the blind. They fall down in there, and it's just like, oh lordy. That and reaching in to grab them, some bitches and just cut uh, cut up yeah. your hands. Not a lot of Get fun. all that sticky freaking cedar sap on you, too. Yeah. But yeah. They, they, great camo. Great camo. Good usage of cedar trees. I think. Yeah. Considering Trash they don't fuckers. do anything but dominate other plants. I think it'd be worse picking them up out of the sand, though, without a pick stick. That'd be terrible. Oh, no. It, what is worse oh, is crawling underneath Speaking the shooting of sand. I want to tell you all a story. So, today, when, we, when you're using an excavator and you're picking up like that goopy sand uh, really watery sand 
and you drop it from a high distance and it hits the ground at a rather high <laughs> velocity. It's like a Semtex grenade going off. I mean, it just fucking... It just gets you just... You tend to get a just little sandy and wet. Splashes you. It's just like... It literally, it's like a grenade. And last bucket of the day I was moving, I dropped it, and the sand splashed, and it shot me, and I was wearing like a, a really light gray shirt. And it, it looked like someone shot me with a paintball shotgun from like 10 yards away. I was just covered you in sand. You were splattered in sand. So I go home, take this shower. I take my shoes off. Sand goes everywhere. Take my socks off. Sand goes everywhere. It takes me back. Like, all the sand, being back out there, doing construction, doing work, kind of takes me back to the whole uh, building the blind. Those were some sandy days. Dude, you find sand in places you never think you'd find sand after working on the blind and doing all this digging. My drill still spit sand out the side. It's been a year of using them on other stuff. Every once in a while, you'll just get a piece of sand that goes flying out the side of a drill, and I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, that's man, land management is what you make of it. Like, if you want something nice, be ready to bust ass. Yeah. I mean, really it also wish. depends on where where and what type of cover you're in. But I mean, I wish shit. we could have afforded to wait till November to dig this again when it was like 30 degrees in the morning and then it was like 50 degrees, 60 degrees for the high. It, like, you didn't overheat. Instead that's of 85 it, and humid. Thing, I, don't, I mean, it wasn't. It was, it was hot. Speak for yourself. It was miserable. <laughs> I mean, I do have third-degree burns on my knees right now. Yeah, you burn the living wreck out of your knees. We need to get an aloe vera, aloe vera sponsor for this fucking episode <laughs> based off all the sunburns we got. That is no joke. It's just... It, <laughs> you can't... You really can't... You can't do it. You know, you have to do it in the summertime. It's a summertime project. It's like a lot of, you know, it's just setting yourself up to get fucked, apparently. I can tell you one thing. When this is done, I'm definitely going to be ready to do a night or two of fishing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here for it. Be ready to get back in my office where there's air conditioning. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds about right. That's all I'm saying. I I work great from my office in air conditioning. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm an office guy. I don't know why I got shoved in a fucking excavator. I lost. I don't know. I don't even know how that. Because you're a goddamn pro. You get pro. excited. No, I did not even get excited about it. It was just me and Sam was no, just like. No, it is, it is purely. Let me tell you why. It is because out of all of us, you were like, I need this done and I need it done as fast as possible. So I have to do it myself. Am I wrong? That, that's about the most and the skid steer, yes, ever. you were exactly right. And I did get it done very fast. And the excavator, it's like not as fun. It's like <laughs> not as, I, I'm going to say not as right because I want it done. I want it done fast. But if I try to do it fast, I'm going to tip the damn excavator. Yeah. I, yeah. So uh-huh. it's like, but like when we started the project, it would, Grant and Bob were just like, yep. Well, when you guys are ready to get started, have fun type of thing. You just let me know when you guys want supper. I'll cook something on the grill. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what they said. It was, we didn't even real. We were just like, because Sam had operated heavy equipment. My first time was when, when I did the flooded corn and palmetto, or did three quarters of it last year. <laughs> and um, that was my first time in a skid steer driving heavy equipment and you around. you loved it. I I did have a good time. The time of your life. You were like, like, Sam, this is my project. You don't even come back. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I went to the gas station. I got me a six pack, and I fucking murdered that thing on the day that I went long for. I murdered that six pack in like an hour, and I had the most fun two hours in a skid steer I think I've ever had being kind of drunk driving around moving dirt. It was one of the most fun experiences I've ever had. You're shaking your head like it's a bad thing. That says something. What? That I'm a better just... heavy equipment operator under the influence? I guess. I am. I am. You have nothing to... Pr- look at that damn... Look at the damn berm I built. That thing was professional grade. I suppose. Sponsored by Jack Daniels. <laughs> you never... You can't let me have that one? I'll let you have it. I'm yeah. just simply saying. Did 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 it hold water? <sighs> kinda. What do you mean, kinda? There was some seepage into the field next to it. <laughs> 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 
that was because Bob told me to leave a gap. Yeah, you gotta leave a gap. Yeah, he told me to leave a gap for for the farmer for the runoff, for the runoff <coughs> from the pipe in the summertime. What do you want? I'm just sitting here, man. Think you're a better operator? Yeah, you probably Hands are. Down. No, <laughs> shut up. I will say, watching you do the skid steer today, I was like, man, I can't do it that smooth. Like you come in when you, you, you were, you weren't, I got, so I got, I drove the skid steer to start and I got stuck like, oh, probably eight times. And he never, I don't think you get stuck at all. No, no, he never got stuck. You just got to give her hell, man. You got to be mad at the fucking Sam. Sam was there. Like he would pull up to like where the pile was and he'd just be like, this motherfucking pile. <laughs> and just fucking, <laughs> yeah, that's, exactly, like, how that's that exactly what it looked like. I watched for like an well, he'd hour. he sit there like, get, like mentally prepared and then just fucking ram that thing. Yeah, he would sit there mentally prepared, just <sighs> throw himself at that pile with the skid steer. Dude, I've spent so many hours in the skid steer that you just like, have some fun with it, you know? You've got to have fun and throw yourself at the pile with the skid steer. Yeah, yeah. Kill it a couple times. If you, if you right. go out. So Bob yeah. just, or not Bob, Sam just sees a Tom turkey in the in the dirt, and he's like, ah, fuck that turkey. Yeah, that's, right that's, that's the skid steer. Just about the way it goes, but, I mean, doing, using heavy equipment and you use it long enough, it's just, it just gets meticulous. And so you just you just gotta kind of like find ways to have fun with it. Maybe make a game out That's of it. That's exactly what you have to do because it's like like digging that hole. It's I you know I dug I dug a couple of few cubic yards and I I dug it back like five yards and I was like, it's just so much more to go. And so I started kind of I didn't really make a game with it, but I was like kind of you know letting my brain be all weird and create like a some sort of like a pattern like well you're gonna dig this far on this side and go over here and dig this out so on and so forth and it made it mildly mildly more fun i had a lot more fun when i didn't almost tip the excavator so many times it was i had i was fine when i was i was jamming out having a great time but the problem was about every three or four minutes of the jam session it about tip the excavator and you, oh, oh fuck, shaking back into your seat, back paying attention, and then you kind of start having more fun and loosening up, and then butthole pucker, <laughs> dump the yeah, excavator. Yeah, you can, you, you can never be in the skid steer. I was, you fuck, you, it's you hard can, to fuck. You can up never be too careful, regardless of what heavy equipment you're using. That's just point in case. Can never be too careful. I'm hoping, we're hope. well, I am hoping, very hoping, we're all hoping that it's like a three-day project and we're done with it and not having to use it for the whole week that we got everything for because that would, that would suck. I mean, it would be nice to just get it to where, like, yeah, you get it done in three days and then after that, do some other stuff. you literally just everything else. make it clean, Yeah, make it real clean. Then that would be great. That would. You know, you notice how the skid steer this time it doesn't have teeth. The one before, the one we had the, the time before had teeth on the bucket. I feel like without they the, didn't even ask. I, but I feel like without the teeth, it's better. You're not really doing as much digging with the skid steer yeah. like you did last yeah. time, though. You just move. Well, I feel like it's better because it's it it grades it better. It makes it more. It, looks it grades more it better, but if you're if you're solely digging, you it want sucks. the teeth. Yeah. It it did not well. Yeah. Did not dig very well, but <clears throat> it'll be really cool to see what it turns into after we get done. Let all the veg grow over the summer. Let the water hopefully get silted in and clear up, and maybe even a little a little little bit of veg will grow in the water. And there, just, there'll be a lot of continual work on that throughout the years. I mean, you're talking a lot of weed management. Weed management. I mean, hopefully get get some disking done out there fuck who knows maybe we'll do a prescribed burn out there let's say him with a panama oh, torch so go to town hey uh, my prescribed burn experience includes includes driving a side-by-side and stopping fires out with my boot and calling over a radio saying i need help fires <laughs> out <laughs> she got out she's running fires out i'm stomping on it with a boot on my shovel's not doing shit i broke the handle <laughs> i need I help mean, but for real though like i get 
I get kind of excited about like I like doing it. It's 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 land not even there's burns. I'm just, just the talking land management. I like doing land it. management. I mean that's what I went to school for. Or not <laughs> not specifically land management, <sighs> but just like taking care of something natural. Yeah, like I did that for two summers. I sprayed weeds. It's like and this it was is so rewarding, but it was also like, man, I might have kept Dude, but birds. for me though, it's like this is I mean, I don't I'm not one of the owners of the land, but like for me it's like this is what I get to do and watch it change over time. As opposed to, you know, working for the game and parks, which is great and all and everything. I'm still changing land to make it more natural, but like this is ours. I get to watch this grow. It's not public land. It's specifically mine. And it'll be cool to control that, learn from the mistakes that we're going to make. We're never oh, going to yeah. make mistakes. Oh, yeah. It'll be like as long as years the escape, perfect. Just, just imagine, evolve. though, how much this ground can evolve back to its natural state, like what it used to be before it was <laughs> dominated by fucking agriculture. Yeah. Just imagine. It'll be interesting to see. As long as none of that involves an excavator on the ground, we'll be good. Well, or you running the excavator. We'll just next time we'll just go with not doing it ourselves. Hey, hey, hey. I can't wait till we get old Mister JD Green. Get to get to do some disking and planting. We got we gotta get a we gotta get a John Deere. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> or not? Let's go buy a tractor. Hey, that's that's the beauty of it. You can stay put for that one. That one's all my adventure. <laughs> <laughs> so excited to do Sam, that. I love Sam wants to be a plants. farmer now. I am Farmer John. Farmer Sam. <laughs> that was the fastest 50, 50 minute podcast I think I've ever I've been I've been for. I mean that thing went quick. Pretty fast, wasn't it, Bob? Mm-hmm. All right, you're just fucking awkward. We're gonna go ahead and wrap it up here. Thanks for coming by. If you wanna check us out, Facebook, Instagram, uh, at Whiskey Slews. If you wanna call Grant, talk about booking a hunt, 308-830. 3817, all right? Yeah, down to only a few dates left for duck season. Fucking exhausted. But, yeah, thanks for coming by and uh, tune in for the next one. Should have some guests coming up next week. It'll be fun. Yep. See See you guys.